another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to The Gathering Songs, The Dark Crystal Discussions. The story runs deeper than you know, and you are part of it. And what are those funny marks? This is all writing. What's writing? The words that stay. When single shines the triple sun. Of your sundered and undone shall behold the two made one. And here's your host, Philip Mitchell. Hello and welcome to The Gathering Songs. I'm your host, Philip Mitchell. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. We continue discussing about the Gelfling Gathering. Uh, This is the third part of our discussion that myself and Bland, we we chatted about this uh, PDF uh, document that was released as part of the author quest uh, many, many years ago uh, on darkcrystal.com. And so this episode was originally released as episode 32 of the podcast and it was, um, and we sort of discussed about this because it's to lead up to our original discussion on Shadows of the Dark Crystal. So if you're new to the show, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. If you, and I know that if you've, however, listened to this episode before, um, you know, I hope you, you know, enjoy listening to it again um, as we uh, continue making new content for the Gathering Songs with not only with uh, our discussions with song of the dark crystal but plenty more i mean discussions that that will definitely be happening so so thank you so much and without further ado here is our discussion that is sort of the conclusion of the galfling uh gathering and so from that the next uh sort of a lot of information is about the essence of the crystal um written by skeptic the scientist so it's pretty much just a definition of what the dark crystal is and what the power of shards and and what the essence. Well, and at this point, we know that the Skeksis do know that they were once Erskeks and that they were split apart. Yes. By the power of the great crystal. Yeah. And it was the source of their knowledge and protection, but since the crystal was cracked... And we all thank our emperor that it did. Fascinating new possibilities arise. So when they thank the emperor that it did, are they thanking him just because he's the emperor? Or are they thanking him because he was the one that cracked the crystal? And that's why he's emperor. Yeah. We still don't know that. Yeah, no, <laughs> like I was just trying to think... Um. Because I know they show that illustration. I mean, it is in the film, but it's also in um, Volume Two of Creation Myths. Um, well, in the film, the one that cracks the crystal is actually wearing a carapace and an outfit. And yeah, it's not like it is in Creation Myths, but that's yes, yeah. prob- that's probably the main difference in the film and the Creation Myths. Yeah, but it could have just been an image that they were showing Jen, like the crystal or the shard could have been showing or the crystal itself could have been sending an image to the shard Mm. to share with Jen. And it presented it in a way that Jen needed to see it in order to understand it. Yeah. Because maybe if he had seen it. Yeah. Maybe if he'd seen the Skeksis as they were when they first split, he might've been like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. It could have just been, it could have just been, 
helping him understand. Yeah. So that's that's just it's all mis- mystical, magical power. Yeah, we have to accept <laughs> how it is. There's loopholes, okay, people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've worked it out. <laughs> yeah, basically just a melding of the two images. You know, the 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 crystal from the past and the Skeksis from that current sort of you know era. I guess yeah, not the those skinny Skeksis you know <laughs> that uh pop out yeah um from the and, and i didn't take notes on any of these different powers of the crystal and and they've got the the dark the powers of the dark crystal the power of the shard the powers of the essence um i didn't take any notes on any of that just because you know it's so informative and it's it's a good read it is it is yeah it's definitely worth um yeah checking it out yeah that really goes into yeah a bit of the detail so it's just like a one page about the um about the dark crystal the power of shards and the essence um and it i think that... the, the dark crystal is more powerful than it was before and for it says for our purposes the dark crystal is even more powerful than it was before so they actually prefer it cracked and darkened as we know um, the changes in the crystalline crystalline structure have awakened dark energies that were trapped before. Strong energies that can drive our machines and power our spells. Violent energies that can guide us in our quest for domination. In fact, though it is a terribly unscientific thing to say, I sometimes feel as if the dark crystal is alive. See, and that's why I didn't take notes on it because the whole thing is worth reading. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's not much to yeah, you know, just taking it as it is. Yeah. Um, uh, the the power of the shards. My experiments suggest that every fragment of gem of a gem, gem of power, power yeah. no matter how small, still retains some capabilities of the original stone. Thus, crystalline shards are of tremendous interest and utility. Crystalline shards of various sources provide the power for many of my in- inventions. Refractive properties have enabled me to beam light from the dark crystal. And of course, these beams are essential in our plan for large scale extraction of, and then it goes into the essence. The technical term essence is the pure energy of life in liquid form. As we have become to age, our essence has slowly... Okay, so this explains why they are slowly dying. And as we Skeksis have become to age, our own essence has slowly drained away, requiring that we replenish it by whatever means necessary. The podlings and gelflings are the most readily available source of this fluid, though I believe it can or could be extracted from almost any living creature. Some among us have noticed that the different subspecies of Gelfling provide different types of essence with different properties. His ap- his fantasies lie or his fascinations lie in the area of applications. Uh, he wants to keep them young and strong. Um, and what other uses might this marvelous fluid have? Could it power our machines or be used as a weapon? Might it be mixed with our ingredient with other ingredients to create empowering elixirs? And what might happen if a Gelfling was forced to drink the essence of his own kind? This last is more a question for my personal amusement than for scientific gain. But in time I shall conduct experiments to satisfy my every curiosity. So that just shows how twisted Skektek is. It also shows that the crystal, all the crystal shards, 
anything within the world of Thra that's crystalline has some kind of a power to it, and he wants to figure it all out and unlock it and use it for their world domination. Basically, yeah, yeah. Could just imagine, yeah, imagine like just imagine if like he got like all the essence from the seven Galflin clans and combined them all, and like I wonder what. <laughs> That could be the climax of the last novel where <laughs> he has all seven F- essences and yeah. he's going to drink it. It was going to make him all powerful. But then Ryan had to come in or Rian had to come in. And yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know. I hope that's not the plot. Yeah, <laughs> please don't change it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Oh, God. I mean, we're just speculating. I mean, of course, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It was just like. You know, talking about all these um, essences, uh, and then I'm just—it just kept me my mind thinking about like, oh, you know, if he's just experimenting, you know, if he got every, yeah, Galfling clan, you know, a member, and like what, what that would yeah. happen, like, maybe chaos. that's what, <laughs> maybe that's what kills him, mm. because it's just all just too too much to um maybe it's too much and it has kind of uh it does make him all powerful but because of that it causes him to lose more essence in the long run over time yes yeah well i mean Ah, he is alive in the film here we go what i said here we go there's a there's a good little plot there (laughs) (laughs) seven essence of the seven clans and that's what eventually kills skexo in the end Oh, that's actually not bad. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, I would, yeah. That would be really interesting, yeah. But any kind of story around the seven essence of the seven clans being all in one elixir would be interesting. It would be, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Uh, so so here we yeah, know so, that ev- yeah. everything has essence. Basically, yeah. yeah. We, know that we know podlings and goblins have essence from the film, but now we know that pretty much any living creature can be drained of essence. Basically, yeah. yeah. And they might have its yeah, own power, or that sort of thing. So, yeah. So it's kind of cool. So, I mean, yeah. So techies, my yeah. iPad just died. Yeah. So I am without Gelfling Gathering at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So um, the next section. Yeah, it was the world of Thra. So basically, um, the listing below describes the world of the crystal as known by the Woodland clan. Um, doubtless, many other terrains and territories await discovery in the outlying areas, but they shall only be revealed by further story, uh, further study. Um, so, Which, what? Who wrote the article on this one? Uh, just it's saying um, the Woodland clan. Like it doesn't say specifically oh, okay. who wrote it. It just says. This is just information that we know from the Woodland Clan of the Gelflings. Basically, yeah. And it's yeah. all their descriptions of the world of Thra. Yes, yeah. And what so, they know about it. Yeah, exactly. So you got uh, the so first... So this is interesting. Yeah. Like, why the focus on the Woodland Clan? Is that to say that maybe that's where Jen is from? Yeah, it could be, yeah. Um... And why not any other clan? So whether... Because I mean, the Woodling clans aren't they more the farmers? They sort of protectors of the um, the castle of the crystal. Yeah, the Woodland they're proud, ancient. They they live in fertile lands. Um, yeah, they're valuable Darkwood, guards yeah. of the castle. Yeah, farmers, cobblers, pod- yeah. cobblers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. 
peaceful but fierce when threat when threatened. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's I mean that's Jen is peaceful and but when he's threatened, I mean he he kind of has a little oomph when he's yeah you know under I mean he he attacks Skeksil and he puts himself between Skeksil the Chamberlain and Kira. Or no, Kira. I'm sorry. Kira puts herself in between them, but could that mean that? I mean, that just shows that there are certain Gelfling clans. Like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. Are they this way because they're raised this way, or are they this way because of their essence, or are they this way because of genetics? And um, yeah. And so it just went for a description of everything. So it goes from Scarath, which is what which I guess is what the country I would I'd probably describe as a country um, that Thra of the planet Thra where everything takes place. So um, just says, yeah, you know, the expense and the expansive plane has been green and good, but now for some reason it seems to be slowly dying. Um, and the realm of Scarath is the seat of the Skeksis empire ruled by Skekso. Um, and in the heart of Scarath lies the castle of the crystal. Um, and, um, I mean, we all know what the castle of the crystal is, is just, you know, where all the Skeksis, uh, hang out. Um, and, um, okay. I, I pulled yeah. it back up on my computer here. Yeah. The yeah. castle glows with the radiant power of the crystal, though some say it is not as bright as it once was. Um, so that's sort of, you know, something <laughs> strange that creatures have begun to dwell in the moat. Yeah. Like, so that's interesting to say. So, so the dark, the castle, mm. from what we see in the film, there's not a moat. It's just a big crevice around the castle. Yeah. And down below there's like, they kind of describe it as the skeleton of like, some large worm or something. Yeah. Um, but there's like skeletons and whatnot. There's, as we know now, there's a dead Gartham and a dead Landstrider. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we see the teeth, the teeth of Screech, which is the entrance to the lower part, the caves of the castle, the sewers. Yeah. That, um, Jen uh, and Kira go through. Yeah. So it's curious to know, like, was there once water around the castle? And at the yeah. point of the film, is it completely dried up from all the evil? The know. darkness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here it's saying it dwells, you know, strange creatures have begun to dwell in the moat. So is, is a, what's the actual definition of a moat? Is it, <clears throat> does it have to be filled with water? I'm going to, a moat is a deep, yeah. broad ditch, either dry all filled with oh, water okay. that surrounds a castle. So, so it can be, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's, you learn some every day. So there's all these strange creatures that are living in this crevice around the castle. I reckon that's probably the, um, trying to think those, um, the minor um, characters, maybe they were the strange creatures that sort of dwell there. Because remember, I think in, um, well, in the, yeah. the sequel, the power of the dark crystal goes into the creatures that dwell underneath the. 
Okay. The actual underground of the castle, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And in powers, power of the dark crystal. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, oh, all right, cool. So, something to look for. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here we have the dark dark wood. wood yes, yep. It's a vast, untamed thicket located near the castle, considered dangerous. <laughs> yep. And I think it's a big part of, um, yeah, the story of um, Shadows of the Dark Crystal. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, yeah, it's just a big, yeah, dark, foresty. Um, I'm just saying, though, it is said that this claim... Yeah, yeah it says that the claim... Yeah, the, the, of being dangerous might be disrupted, disputed. By the numerous ill-tempered, sprite and galfling living deep within the wood. Um, so the forest yeah. is claimed by the woodland clan, but then the sprite and also live deep within the wood. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So you're just a very... And I guess, yeah, short, just yeah, I guess the sprite are just like, you know, whatever, we're tough enough. Yeah. It ain't dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it on. Um, and then we go to the Podling Village. The Podling Village. Yes. The warm, rustic home of the Podlings is simple folk whose knowledge of the world does not extend far beyond the borders of their town. Um, if it doesn't concern the growing or eating of Torbla roots. <laughs> Torbla roots, yeah. Torbla roots. The Pod people generally don't care to hear of it. Um... So they pretty much stick to themselves. Um, is this the Podling Village from the film? And is it the only Podling, Podling Village? Or do the Podling also have different clans? Which I think in Creation Mist, didn't they establish that there were different Podling Villages? I think so, yeah. I think there would be yeah. at least a couple of them. Because um, that was how the word it. spread about the yeah. miners the attacking miners, yeah. was that all the think... word was spreading from village to village. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And I think they, they actually do have a name, the um, the Macracks, I think. Yeah, um, the Macracks. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, no, gotta love the Podlings. And, I mean, to me, I just, you know, when they party, they just party like it's 1999. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or 1982. 1982, yeah. <laughs> They were partying before there was such a thing as partying like it, <laughs> like it was 1999. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so the next part is the Valley of Mystics, um, which is just the Mystics' homeland where they... I like how they describe yeah. it as the deepest valley in the known world. Mm. It's beyond the reach, reach of, of the, the darkening, darkening land. land. Yeah. So this actually goes... This is actually saying that the... So the dark crystal has cracked and is darkened and it is, it has also unleashed all of these extra powers according to Skech tech and it's draining energy from the world and darkening the world itself. Um, but it also, from what we found out in shadows is that these thread like crystalline veins that run out around the world are also affecting the creatures of the world and the land and whatnot. Um, so it's interesting that the they're saying here that the mist, the Valley of the Mystics, is beyond the reach of the darkening land. So it almost is like 
it's almost like this darkening effect is spreading around it. Yeah. So it's so is that, I mean, but the valley, as we know, it's also protected by their you know they they have their enchantments and their stones and everything that protect the valley. So I'm wondering if at this point the darkening hasn't spread to the mystic valley, but at the point in the film it has, but the mystics are able to keep it at bay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and maybe that's another reason why Ursu is dying, because he's using all of his power to protect all of the mystics himself. Yeah, and it's just getting to a point where it's just it's just overtaking the darkness. I mean, and I guess uh, as well as it's getting close to um you know to the thousand years um the the great conjunction that I think darkness sort of ensued a lot more um because I mean that was the thing it was like you know if if um if the prophecy didn't get sorted you know, by that great conjunction, then Skeksis was would rule forever. Um, as they would say it. Yeah. Um, and would probably, yeah, just create more of a darkness to throw. Um, and it, and yeah. it's kind of interesting. Like would that great conjunction, like say the Jen never found the shard and the crystal was never healed and the great conjunction happened. Do you think that the Skeksis would have been revitalized completely as they were during that previous conjunction where they were split. Hmm. And in yeah. a sense, wouldn't that also revitalize the mystics? Yeah, because I mean, they knew at the time that they couldn't get rid of the, um, the mystics. Cause it's like, Oh, if we kill, right. If we kill the mystic, then one then of us is going to die. Yeah. Also, they know that they're from the mystics. At yeah. This point. Yeah. So that's another interesting thing to think about. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah, we got the, the crystal sea. So it's made of tiny crystals instead of sand, um, is a harsh and brutal desert and home of the Dowson clan. Um, it glitters and shifts with strange currents and sudden storms under the scorching sun. Um, I like that. Yeah. But it has strange currents. Like how can all these tiny little crystals have a current? Yeah. Like, is it because of the heat or is it because there's creatures in there or is there something, I don't know. Is there some kind of a energy out there that moves from crystal to crystal, but because there's, because it's like tiny little sand, does it like spread in waves and therefore causes them to move? It's it's yeah <laughs> another interesting thing to think about. It is, it is, yeah. I mean, uh, like I hope like they sort of go through, um, you know, in the future books, um, go into the Dowson clan and um, and especially the um, the Groton clan as well. Um, which I mean, they, it just it sort of mentions about the cave of obscurity, which is just a massive network of caves. Um dimly lit by the dull glow of crystal shards. And yeah, it's the dwell dwelling place, place of the Grotten clan. So that's where they all hang out. Um, and um, yeah, and then we go into the Black, the River. Black River. Yes, yeah. Um, this is the river that Jen and Kira go down um, when when they first meet. Um, yes, yeah. They, they, go, they go into the 
the boat that they use is a giant beetle back. It's like a, a dead beetle. Oh, okay, so they use yeah. its shell as a boat. Cause and I, then, yeah, because I actually heard something whether that was actually like the back of um of a Gotham. Oh, see, look, they even they even go into this in the description. Yeah. It says giant beetles are found in the area, and upon their death, their large shells are used by podlings as makeshift boats. Uh, <laughs> gotcha, yeah. So you answered my question. Yeah, I, know. There, yeah. I just, just needed to read that extra sentence. To, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but I just yeah, I just remembered. I don't know that like in the making of the film. I don't know whether it's the making of the film or it's, I don't know. I I thought I saw somewhere that it's like oh, you know, like it was, is it, might have been was a it a Gotham like a Gotham shell? But um, but I wonder no, if they I think designed giant beetles, the Gotham. Yeah, yeah. I, like I wonder if these giant beetles were inspiration for the Gotham so that mm. they could kind of blend in. Maybe yeah. And they wouldn't fear yeah. them at first. Yeah. Um. I actually like that scene um, with, you know, Kira singing. And then I just love just looking at Fizz Geek. He's just like, I'm so bored on this boat. <laughs> and then I always think... Their song. And then yeah. we see a crystal bat. And, and I always think like, of... Okay. Um, and I always think of well, this that's... song. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say the, the only the only thing about the film that they don't touch up on is... So this crystal bat's knocked down by Kira with a bowl of whip. And it raises up out of the water and stares at him. So you have Jen and Kira in the boat. So do the Skeksis see that or not? So don't the... See, from my understanding is that they see that in the book, in the novelization. Yeah. And when Skeksil presents Kira... Yeah. The Skekung is like, well, where's the other Gelfling? Yeah, and he's like, so. "Oh, he's down in the sewers. I already killed him." And he's like, "Well, I want to see him. I want to make you know. I want to see him and make sure he's dead." And then they go down there and they can't find him. And yes, yeah. Um. Oh, and so the other thing I was singing, like, um, uh, every like when I hear um Kira's song, um, it always just reminds me of like um of the Doctor Who um theme song. Oh yeah. Do you do you so get that? Like, I, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I, I yeah. I always wanted to sort of do like, um, you know, melding the two themes together to see, you know, what it would sound, you know, comparing them back and forth to um, whether it was the inspiration. I doubt it, but I mean, it's, yeah. Um, but from I always just see what it. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from what I hear, there was originally lyrics to the song, but they decided to just use vocalization instead. Oh, okay. So I am so curious to know what those lyrics were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be awesome to get those lyrics. Um, who knows? I mean, that'd be something awesome if it appears like in the visual history of the Dark Crystal. Um, that's going to come out sometime in 2017, September 2017. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. Alrighty. So moving on, we'll go to the Claw Mountain, northwest of the Castle of the Crystal. Hook-like outcroppings, which when I read that description, that kind of reminds me of the castle itself because mm, yeah. there's all kinds of like weird hook-like structures and stuff on it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Just a big mountain. Um it says that some, some who have tried to climb it have never returned. And we've got the gnarled stone tree. The oldest tree in the known world spans some 300 trores in diameter. Whatever a trawer is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's in... 
It oh, reaches I think Ivan Matiz or Miles. Strangely easy to overlook on first sight. It is rumored to offer clues leading to the Valley of Mystics, but mm. you are advised not, not to go, to go looking. Then hmm. we have the, the Swamp of Sog, and here we have another term that we don't know. More than 600 yorgs of vile putrid muck shaded by a thick canopy of vines and wood, weed trees. I just Arguably... Love, I- Oh yeah, sorry. I was just gonna, I just love the term "yorgs." It's something you know, yeah. something from the Swedish chef. <laughs> yeah, yorgs, yorgs. And I think, <laughs> yeah, I guess the weed trees became yeah. the ape knots. Ah, yes, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and arguably the least pleasant place in our entire world, but the Gelfling of the Drenchen clan seemed to like it. They sure do, um, and and yeah, that's one of the yeah main places of shadows of the dark crystal um so yeah there's that and um then we got the silver sea which is a sea (laughs) that forms the border of the known world um islands are said to it's immeasurable yeah the immeasurable it's immeasurable so i'm curious to okay so if we were to stand on one of our coastlines of an ocean you you would think, okay, this sea goes on forever and ever. It's immeasurable. So is the sea actually immeasurable, the Silver Sea on Thra? Or is Thra mostly covered in water? And that's why this map is all that's known. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing from a whether this map is illustrated from a Galfling's point of view. Um, because you think, yeah, you know, that they would oh, explore. Yeah, yeah. They would, like, they'd be on boats and they'd be exploring it's all just, over Thra. Is this their and... known world or is this actual yeah. known world? <laughs> is, the sea ver- is the Silver Sea, like, yeah. cover most of the planet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Just, yeah, it makes me think about that, yeah. Like, how much, you know... Whether there are you know wherever where there are other countries like Onthra that are different creatures or whatnot that have no idea of what's happening on Scarath, you know, with the Great Conjunction. Like they'd be aware of the, this event that happens every thousand years, but the consequences that sort of come about it. Um Yeah. Yeah, just another yeah, another thought is came to my mind, yeah. Um Again, you know, the sort of you know, more potential for future stories, you know, to explore, Yeah. you know, the other side of Thra, essentially, you know. And then we have the high hill, which is the craggy mass of rocks with shrubs and thickly growing grasses. Few dare to journey there. Vine-like creepers abundantly grow on the steep spur of rock that arise into a dome. It is rumored to be haunted. So I guess at this point, they don't know that this is where Agra's at. No, I mean, yeah, because I mean, this is because it's saying that it's written by the woodland. By the clan. woodland, so I guess the woodland clan doesn't oh, know yeah. that Agra is on a high hill, so, and that's yeah. there, that's where her yes observatory is with her orrery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of Agra, um, we up to the the second last page uh, from the writings of Agra, um. So, um, yeah, it's just 
just her. Yeah. This, yeah, this excerpt is from The World of the Dark Crystal, the book of all. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is, I know it's something I do need to, um, yeah, give that a read um, <laughs> someday with the, the World of the Dark Crystal. I just get so distracted by the um, the artwork um, every time I open it up. Um, so, yeah, so basically this is all just, yeah, just, um, yeah, base, yeah, just from the um, the Book of Olgra. Um so yeah yeah so that's that's kind of cool to sort of i'm trying to find where it actually is in the book yeah i can't find where this excerpt is from in the in the actual book um but yeah basically it reads from before the darkness when i placed my hand on the carved rocks the rocks sang to me and i share their song with the gelfling I watch the Gelfling as they travel through their lives. I made dwellings in the rocks for their empty bodies, and the rocks will care for them as long as the world remains. But then the Skeksis stole the Gelfling with force and fear. For from the castle and the darkened crystal within it, there spread out evil like a cloud, power that no longer led to harmony. The light of the suns lost its brilliance. The song of the crystal was deadened. And as one standing in the midst of a mountainside forgets the sunlight, forgets the path and the world and all outside the shifting grayness. So in all creatures, that cloud of evil led their hearts to confusion. Right as you started reading yeah. that is when I found it. Yeah, oh, you did found it? <laughs> it's on page... It's on page 40 of the original. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, cool. Nice, yeah. And that's where they have some of the some of the Gelfling sketches that Brian Proud did. Yes, yeah. It's a it's a it's a great um uh book that's, you know, if you haven't got your hands over it, and you love the Dark Crystal. It, it I I think that's like one of the must-haves. Um Oh, yeah. yes. It's like pretty much the Holy Grail. Yes, yeah. And um and yeah, and and so and then we're up to the uh the Final page, um, the, a the final, final threat, threat from Skekok, <laughs> the Scroll Keeper. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I kind of like, yeah, sort of poking fun, you know. It brings that humor back in yeah. that you got from the beginning. Yes. Where yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah. Because, yeah, again, like this was designed as sort of, you know, the writing contest. So it's sort of, yeah, yeah, just having fun. It's like it is forbidden to tell anyone what you have read and, do not, do not dare to turn these vicious lies into an entertaining fantasy book filled with strange creatures, mystical places, and exciting young heroes. Um, <laughs> you have been warned. warned. Exactly. <laughs> and then, um, I think... The emperor himself shall drink your essence. Yeah. <laughs> Fool, you shall pay for your disobedience. Um yeah, so I mean that's that's everything with um the Gelfling Gathering. Um the author And yeah. something to be said about this document, the PDF document, it's like each page has this kind of like rough torn edge look to it. And then some of them have um you know, some artwork in the background, it does, yeah. like symbolism and all it's it, you know, it's well put together. There's mm. it's got some you know, interesting artwork attached to yes, it. Yeah. There's uh, some images of, you know, the crystal, and some Brian Froud diagrams and things that he did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was just looking yeah, at least a good couple of pages of, um, of Brian Froud's, um, artwork 
that is present in the document. Well, the, yeah. the the first page, the co- basically the cover is his um, dark crystal image that is in the world of the dark crystal, which is also on the second page of this document, which is on the mock-up cover of the visual history book. So we don't know if that's the actual cover that's going to be on the visual history book. Um, a lot of people don't care for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I kind of don't like that image of Jen, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think I've, I remember it being a, just a, um, just a mock-up. So I would imagine it'd be change. Either it would be my, similar my original thought. Yeah. 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 My original thought for, if they did do a visual history book, my original thought was that the cover should be embossed and have a window cut out where it looks like the crystal and you see an image of Jen in the crystal. And so then when you open the book, it reveals that that image of Jen in the crystal is actually Jim puppeteering Jen Okay. So, like, when you open it up, you see a much broader picture, and it shows, you know, it's, like, behind the scenes with Jim Henson holding Jen up. So, it's not just Jen from the film. It's Jen being puppeteered. Yes, yeah. That'd be pretty sweet, yeah. I'm not, not, I don't work for the Jim Henson company or for (laughs) development. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Please get in contact with us. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, yeah, it was a pretty... Yeah, it was a it was a good read. Um, going through the the Galfling Gathering document, and um, yeah, for any, I highly recommend yeah. that everyone read this before they read Shadows. Yes, you don't need to. It's not a necessity, but it really does give you a good kind of foundation. It does. Yeah, it it really sets everything up for um Shadows of the Dark Crystal. That's for certain. You've already taken too long, Galfling. Hurry. At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal chamber! If you'd like to contact the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. To find us on Facebook, you can do so at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. We're also on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. You can tweet at us at Dark Crystal Pod. The podcast is now on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast, you can check out some of the rewards that we'll have on offer for anyone that can pledge to the podcast. It'll be greatly appreciated. Also, if you get a chance to review the show, whether on iTunes or Facebook, that'd be fantastic as well, as that'll boost the rankings. Thank you all so much, and come back next month for more The Gathering Songs. <laughs>